Scott, thanks for joining us on the show, man. How are you? You're looking very uh, bearish. Looks like you're in disguise. Yeah. Disguise there. It's my my favorite onesie. It's got teddy bears. Yeah, and love hut. And then my beautiful hippie hemp hat. I love it. It's like uh, it's a disguise, a metal disguise. So no one. Uh, you have to not be metal in a onesie. It's true. They need to, maybe that should be the next big thing is metal onesies. Like all these bands, you know, they're bringing out, um, you know, underpants, skateboards, and all that kind of thing. And uh, I haven't seen one onesie. I haven't seen, you know, you'd think that, you know, Black Sabbath, you'd have Sharon Oddsporn would be like, we need millions of, of onesies with Aussie all over them. But I haven't seen one. Why not? I know, right? I'd wear one. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm totally metal tonight, eating Oreos and drinking ginger beer. It's a Sunday night, my friend. Mm. And uh, this time next week, we'll be in deep reflection because uh, it is uh, Saturday the, what is it? What's the date? Saturday, <laughs> what, the, the 12th? Uh, February 11th. Every eleven, I should know this already. Uh, is the final minus life show ever, which is um, goodbye. Yeah, which is really quite. I mean, it's sad. Uh, you know, we've we've done many shows together over the years, and I, I've seen how much you've done uh, for the for the scene and everything like that. But how how are you feeling going into this show? I'm pumped. I can't wait to play. We haven't played in eight, nine months. Wow. So I'm kind of looking forward to getting my feet wet on the weekend or re-wet, re-wetted. Let's just call it re-wetted. Moistened. As my, yes, as my six-year-old say. Dad, I'm re-wetted. No. <laughs> yeah. But actually, speaking of which, the Mansfield Tavern have been really cool because they actually can have underage people there if the show permits. Um, you can do it, but... They don't really do it. Yeah, true. Um, we asked that we asked as a band if we, our kids could come and watch us play, mm. and they have graciously said yes for just the guys in Minus Life. You're welcome to bring your kids along just while you guys play them and get to check check us out, as long as they're under parental supervision. So, um, my six year old and twelve year old will get to see Dad play. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Unky Nev better behave himself then, right? Better like. I'll go easy on the beers, so I won't be uh, embarrassing you in front of everybody. That's all right, mate. I, I embarrass my kids enough as it is. My daughter today, <laughs> we're at um, White Water World, and she started dancing. She goes, dance, Dad. So I started twerking. She's like, okay, stop. I said, no, you wanted me to start. I have no shame. So, yeah, they've been embarrassed enough. That's okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's all right, because I'll just by, think by the time me. you guys are on, I'm going to be pretty sourced, I tell you. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a good night. It's going to be incredible, because, I mean, this lineup is uh, just phenomenal, because we've got not only Minus Life, and we're celebrating the life of Minus Life, but we've also got some of the best bands that this country has to offer. Now, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, that if even if I wasn't playing this thing, I would beat it purely because there's bands on here on top of Minus Life that I'm absolutely hanging to see. Now, like Black Lava are fucking one of the best bands in the country, and you've managed to bring them up for this show. For uh, the first time in Brisbane. Yeah, dude. I am so, so pumped for this. They are amazing. So, obviously, we'll we'll go through the bands, kicking off with those guys. How did you uh, bring those guys into it? Well, we had played with uh, Neville Viscaris um, many years ago, many, many moons ago, down at the Tote with Alarum, and it was Neville Viscaris, I think, one of their first shows, and they played the gig with us, and I think they were the maybe first or second band on, and they were mind-blown back then, and I've always sort of, you know, I guess kept following some of the guys and, you know, here and there we've chatted. Um, and when Black Lava was released, I was like, holy crap, Dan Preslin's gone from one extreme band to another fucking awesome band, like totally different genres. But, you know, his style of playing, he just, he's all class. And then they got guys from Hadal Moore in there and the yeah. vocalist himself, and like this, you know, Banshee-style screams. So I really enjoyed what I heard and then, I shot down a message on Facebook, say, oh, you know, you remember? He's like, yeah, yeah, of course. And we just got chatting and, you know, look, we've been looking for a show to come up to do our first gig, but, you know, we only want to come up, you know, if it's a worthwhile gig. I said, well, why don't you jump on this one? And we talked turkey and got it done. And I, I really wanted it here because, I mean, it brings, you know, I wanted it to be a huge show. And I think those guys, you know, they're already, you know, they're with Seasons of Mist, you know, records and all that, which yeah. is the same and you know they're going to do big things and their film clips have been amazing and the first release i mean i can't wait they've already just hit the studio and started recording their second album already it's not say it's crazy yeah. and it's the crazy mm. thing was also that when they recorded um the first album um, i should have had that written down i apologize guys but i love the album it's fucking incredible um they had covid and they yeah. smashed it like vocally. Like I can't believe I, I can't even imagine like even getting out of bed and going to a studio with uh, with COVID. <laughs> and they 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 delivered something that was pretty damn fucking special. So I can't wait to see that live. That stuff live is going to be amazing. Mm. Well, COVID, I've had it. Um, and it ripped through my throat hardcore. So yeah, the fact too. that he had similar things, man, to do that with a, a COVID throat, oh, my God. I can only imagine what he's going to be like live at full strength. Insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah. And we've also got uh, our pals, Freedom of Fear. Amazing. Oh, can't wait. I mean, I've seen them only twice. They played Mental Health, which was my event earlier last year. Yep. Um, they came up recently with I can never say Xenobiotic or something Zen- like that. I couldn't. Did I get it right? All right. Yeah, Xenobiotic. And, um, yep. caught, yeah, and I caught them at that gig, and you guys were playing that one, and I missed you. Sorry, Neville. 
Yeah, because I was doing work things. Mm, um, yeah. But, you know, I caught him up at the Woolly Mammoth and, and they just, second time, you know, the first time you're always blown away by a band, but when you see him the second time and they even blow you away even more, I mean, wow. And, yeah. you know, as a band, they're just intense. So to have them on is, is awesome for the farewell gig, yeah. Oh, and just the best people. Like, mm. like shout out to those guys. They're just brutal as fuck. But and Matt, if you're watching, sweethearts. how can you? And Matt, if he's watching this, this is for you. I love you and hate you at the same time. You're such <laughs> an animal on guitar. Yeah. And then, oh, hold on, I'm just going to be a sick band drummer for Holler, and I'm just going to be going. Oh no, no! Look, I could just play drums as well. Like, oh god, you're so annoyingly talented. No, it's awesome. Like, as if he's not an awesome guitarist. Yeah, man. He started playing drums. I thought, oh, what is, what's he like as a drummer? And I just saw what, another one of his playthroughs today. And I'm like, man, this guy is I haven't so... seen him do I haven't seen him. I didn't know. You that. haven't? No. Dude, it's annoying. Don't, don't watch <laughs> it. You'll be annoyed. You'll be, yeah, he will. Oh. Best dudes. Like, and dudettes. Yeah. They're, they're, mm. they're very cool people. I feel very lucky that we did, um, we did the mental health and then we went and played Woolly Mammoth and, and Frankie's with them as well. And they were just nothing but cool to us. And, um, and I think talented. Jade is a vocalist. She's, it's funny, like, she epitomizes most metal vocalists, like, out the back. Yeah. Hello, how are you going? <laughs> Gets out those, yeah. and it's like, it's just, <laughs> and it's just what, and it, that, that really, you know, speaks volumes of what metal people are really yeah. like. I mean, my partner, her first gig was when she met me and we, we were in Sydney and she came along and she's like, I've never come along to one of these shows. And everybody was so polite and nice. Mm. And then I've got friends that have come to shows that have like never, were not interested. We're going to sell their ticket. Like, I'm like, man, just come along and support it. Afterwards, like, my God, that was the best show. Like everyone here, like I bumped into somebody and they said, sorry. Then they go, I go to a normal <laughs> yeah. nightclub, they bump into you and they want to punch on. I'm like, man, metalheads are... No, you know, nine times out of ten, they're just normal people, chill people that just yeah. like extreme music, and we like wearing black. Well, some of us do anyway. It's true, man. I tell you, <laughs> but I tell you what, though, it, that is true because when I was running the club down here in the Gold Coast, they were very reluctant when we moved venues. The the the, the venue that we had it at were very reluctant to have us because they're like metal. Oh no, we can't do that. But after we we did a couple, they were like, "You guys are the best. Everyone here is so super nice and polite." We get the hip hop crowd in, and they're fighting out in the streets and like breaking the doors, and and they were like, "Well, they did so much damage." But you guys, like, you know, even you come back and put your your drinks back on the bar, your empty glasses, like it's like, yeah, well, that's I don't know, maybe I don't know what where that comes from. Metal people are very respectful, kind people. Oh, look, they did a study a long time ago about metal people having, and it doesn't happen to all of them because, look, I've met a lot of metal people that don't have high IQs. Um, Me, no, but, you know, but all walks of life come along, but they said a lot of studies show that people with, you know, heightened awareness and IQs and that actually like metal music because of all the different elements going on. And most people that come from, you know, either if they're intelligent or come from a, an educated background or whatever, I'm not, you know, sort of stigmatizing anyone, but they're generally coming from 
places where manners are important. Yes. And it is important. In metal, you know, there's not a culture of thug life. There's not – and, look, I love hip-hop, don't get me wrong, but the culture is thug life and, you know, look at someone's shoes and be like, yo, man, you need wearing the right shoes, you know. Metal yeah. – Man, I've rocked up to shows wearing Adidas long pants and white sneakers and short hair now, and you know, no, and nobody's coming. Going, man, what, what the hell are you wear? And they just yeah, 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 most of them come up and laugh. Go, hey, you want a beer? And you're like, yeah. They don't care. They don't care if you. They come. You. They know you're there to support the music. It's not an image. Uh, I mean, right. you get the guys with their battle jackets and all that. Cool, whatever. And you want to wear that? Wear it. If you want to, I mean. Um, can't remember his name. I met him at the BP Servo at um, Brown's Place. And the next time I see him at a show, he's in a women's dress. And I was like, God, that's cool. Yeah, man. Whatever, man. And whatever floats your boat. Metal is open to everything. And just come and enjoy yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. And uh, we've also got the Mighty Alarum. Now, those guys are just prog, proggy, like the best prog shit in Australia like they're just amazing and they're just yeah awesome dudes like Palp and, and those guys are just awesome yeah and they're being great friends of ours and big supporters over the years we've done a lot of shows and we are really lucky to have them because um when I originally negotiated terms I was talking with Alarum but Palp wasn't sure if they're going to have a drummer and in the interim mm. I'd already negotiated with um Black Lava and Freedom of Fear and when Path got back to me, I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I, I didn't think you were actually, because it had been so long. I'm like, I've only got this slot for you. And he's like, oh, it's a bit early. I said, I know, but I really want you up here. And he went back and said, no, nah, we want to come up and support you guys and be there for the farewell show. And they've agreed to play early. I mean, that a band of that caliber on at yeah. 7 o'clock at night. You know, and some people might go, oh, why are you having them there? And that's offensive. It's like, no, 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 that's all we could offer because we'd already negotiated terms with everyone else. And unfortunately, it's the nature of the beast sometimes. And full credit to them, that shows the type of band they are. They're willing to come and support us. And, I mean, they know we'd do the same for them at the drop of a hat, you know. And, and I'm just honoured to have them up on the last show because those guys, like even when Minus Life had previously disbanded, I'd catch up with the boys whenever I went to Melbourne. I'd go and catch up with Palf and Youngy and that and say g'day. And, and, you know, so we've remained friends over the years. So it's awesome to have good mates come up and play the show. Absolutely. Best dudes. And that's the thing about this as well. I mean, you've also got Ancient Remains, young fellas that are just crushing it. Yeah, which I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen them play live. And um, Travis caught them. I think a new at the New Year's gig is like man, those kids are awesome, and mm. and they're just they're young up and coming kids because I've been working with Daniel on his vocals and stuff like that, and he's super passionate about his music. Oh, hold on. <coughs> oh yeah, that one. Um, oh, thank you, Gesundheit. And he um, they're passionate kids, and I'm excited to see them play. And I've heard that they rip shit up, so I'm looking forward to seeing them actually play live. And uh, Snake Mountain. Um, I don't know. It's Snake weird. Mountain. It's weird. It's weird saying like, yeah. I mean, I should be like, oh, Snake Mountain. But it's like my own band. But we are very, very excited to be playing this thing. Like we, we've been looking forward to. It's been on our band calendar on the wall in the jam room for a real long time, and we're like ticking it off. We're bringing out, we're bringing out a couple of little surprises for the for the show. Um, we can't wait, man. Like the dudes are just pumped. It's going to be the best. Well, you know, I think, you know, metals in your veins 
Oh, yes. Neville. Yes. Yeah. Oh, just like the new track that you released, Mains. <laughs> yeah. yeah, funny enough. Yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about that on Triple Z, actually, because it just came from a radio radio interview and with the boys there, like with the Doom Hippie and, um, you know, those guys are just awesome dudes, like the Doc as well. Um, and we were actually talking about that track and just going, I believe, and this is my personal opinion, you found your group. Like, you know, take nothing away from all the old guys, but it feels like the progression of Snake Mountain over the years progressively got heavier and heavier. And this is just new song. It's like, I really feel like this is going to start boosting Snake Mountain even more. Thanks, man. Guys, kind of like an Oreo. Nice to look at. I'm very delicious. But if you eat too much of them, it makes your shit turn black. Have you noticed that? Mm, right. <laughs> I did that and I freaked out once. Also, like an Oreo, too much is never enough. Oh, yeah, it's true. You can eat it. Yeah, yeah. No, but- I'm going to put that as the review on the on the tr- <laughs> on the review on I the track. More- it's going to say Scott Moss. Snake Mountain is like an Oreo. Uh, mm. I, I don't know, and I'll just roll with that. Too much is never enough. Too much is you never, never enough. And if you eat yeah. a whole packet, it'll make your shit turn black. Like metal. That's right. But, um, like metal. <laughs> but like every time I see you guys play, like, you know, you look at you, you look like this guy that's just like come from behind a counter at a dentist or something like that. <laughs> and then you get up on stage and you turn onto this like banshee monster. Go the fuck Who's that guy? Yeah, yeah. where'd that nice level go? I'm scared. Yeah, that's the real dude. That's the real guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or whatever it is, you know, we're all in characters. Characters is a big thing. And this is something I've spoken to a lot about with the guys I work with in vocals. Characters. If you don't bring out the character, you won't hit it the way you should. Um, You know, certain things like coming back and doing some of the songs that I used to do. And back in the day, I wasn't. I probably wasn't as good of a vocalist as I am now, toot my own horn, but I've practiced a lot more, got a lot more educated and a lot more um, trained um, professionally. And the things I was doing in the past were just things I had ability to do without actually knowing why I could do it. And then learning how to fry a scream and false chord properly. Um, Like one of the tracks like Dark Child of Hate that we still play, I could never really hit the highs with the fry. And and the other week, I just said to the guys, unfortunately, man, it's just the thing I've got to belt out. And and it's just that's when I was untrained or not as trained. And so I did it and I nailed it. But the damage it causes is is not good for your throat. So it's not a song, unfortunately, that we're going to be playing too many times after this show. So, oh, yeah. you know, I'm going to smash it out and give it give it 100, 110% as I'd say. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I know what you mean about the, the character, but sometimes it's something that I've sort of wrestled with, uh, uh, you know, thinking uh, some people think it is a character, but sometimes I think hmm, I think it's actually a part of us that we sort of hmm. lock away in a little box because it's not – if it was a character, it's, it's what we're, pre- I guess, pretending to be somebody – but I don't feel like, and I know that you, you're not, this, when you get up there, it's not you're pretending to be someone. It's someone that is in you that is yeah. kind of 
put aside and then at those moments comes out and takes over. That's how I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And that's and that's spot on. You know, like like when I say characters, it's just like that that person's coming out. It's yeah. a different part of me. You know, like when someone says, Oh, you've got a lot of character. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I've got a lot of characters in within me because man Oh, my mind's going 100 miles an hour. Like even while we're talking, I'm thinking about yeah, yeah. business, surfing, blah, 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 blah. My mind never stops going. Yeah, and it's just the who I've always been. And I think that's very representative in my vocal style too. Absolutely. You know, with, and that's with yourself. You know, when we get into this, okay, you know, daily life, and then we go into this, okay, we're now we're in this area. Okay, that's the different personality. Like that's what I mean by character. That personality yes. translates over that and then it's boom, this is who I am here. This is this is the part of me. I get to be whoever I want to be, and it doesn't matter because it's my time, it's my performance, and I'm here to perform. And you're going to get a hundred percent from me when I'm up on stage, and 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 I'm going to deliver it as hard as I can. Yeah. Do, you, do you ever get that feeling? Have you ever been performing and had that sort of out of body experience where you're sort of going, "Holy shit, that's that's me." doing that and i don't know how i'm doing it like you go into sort of autopilot and you're making these sounds that are sometimes not natural yeah honestly i don't think i've ever had a moment like that personally but um you know everyone has a different experience when they're out there i think i think for me when i'm when i'm up there personally i'm more i'm more watching everybody i'm trying to engage with yeah i try to connect with with people with every person that's in the crowd I, i like to hope that at some point I've looked at them and we've had a moment and they've gone, I can relate or, Hey, cool. Like, you know, we've had that, you know, whether it's, it's meaningful to them or not. Um, it's meaningful to me. You know, when I, when I perform to people, I want people to have an experience and come away going, what a show. But yeah, personally, I've never had that out of body experience, but you never know on Saturday night, I could have it. I'll be like, never. I finally had a moment. It happened. I saw myself experience. doing the thing, or maybe I'm just. Uh, I need to go see a therapist. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> We're artists, man. We all need therapy. Artists, yeah, I know. But uh, man, it's 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 really exciting. And looking back at all the great things that Minus Life have done in in the life of Minus Life, that makes sense. But uh, you know, opening for Slayer and and all those things like that, like how. How do you feel about uh, about this? I know you said excited, but you know, looking back at all those things that you've achieved, is there a moment that that really sticks out? Man, it'll always be. I think probably, you know, there's a few really strong moments. Like obviously, our first show. I still remember our first show at Ipswich. Wow. Um, our second show being the basement on a Wednesday night in front of you know. 400 people back in the day when the basement just used to crank and that was one of our gold shows and we played it the second time we're like okay well we've hit this venue on the second show and it was just by chance and um that we got that show because the band pulled out um and then you know going on to support the haunted and we'd only just come back from adelaide and then we we didn't even want to talk to each other and then we get the phone call from earache like yeah you're playing with the haunted like fucking hell that's awesome and then just Supports, but yeah, look, Slayer will always have a big place in my heart. I think probably out of all the big shows, for me, the big day out will always sort of probably be the number one. I mean, yeah, playing I on the on the Converse stage straight after Trivium, yeah. and I remember 
saying to the crowd, Trivium warmed you up, but we will fucking destroy you. And everyone just went, fucking yeah. <laughs> and I had a friend go, I actually had a friend of mine who was there that said to me, oh, that's a bit fucking arrogant what you said. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, you think you're fucking top shit. You're better than Trivium. I said, what do you want me to do? You want to go up on stage and go, oh, I'm not going to perform because Trivium just played. I don't give a fuck what band it is. I don't give a fuck if we're playing with Slayer. I don't give a fuck if we're playing with Metallica. I don't give a fuck if we're playing with uh, Trivium. I'm going to go out there and think I'm fucking the best band. Yeah. Well, if, if you don't, then don't get the fuck up on stage and don't deliver. But if you if you're worried about who this band is, you're not going to perform. Like when we were playing with Slayer, um, you know, I was fucking pumped. I wasn't like, oh, my God, we're going on before Slayer. I was like, fuck yeah, we're playing yeah. with Slayer. Let's get up there in front of all those people and fucking fuck that crowd up. And a friend of mine was up from Adelaide, and he was a big fan of Slayer, and he was in Diatribe, the bass player, Chris. And, and we were down, down, you know, backstage just getting ready to laugh, and he's like, man, you guys are tripping me out. We're like, what? And he's like, He's not even fucking nervous. We're like, why? And he's like, you're playing with fucking Slayer. I'm like, and? He's like, it's fucking Slayer. I said, I know it's Slayer, man, but we're fucking minus life. Let's yeah. go out there and be minus life. I, look, Slayer have got the crowd already. We can't compete with that. But all we can do is go out and hopefully get new fans. So go out there. Like Slayer started out as one of the little bands and they were playing with big bands and I'm sure they weren't like, Oh my God, they were like, fuck you. Let's go out there and fucking perform. And that's what you got to do as a band. So all you young bands out there, just get out there. It doesn't matter who you're playing with, go out there and fucking destroy the stage. doesn't matter who you're playing with. Pretend that everybody there is there to see you. Yep. And that's all you got to do. It's not being disrespectful to the band above you. If anything, you're respecting that band by giving it a hundred percent. That's right. So if anyone and you know what? As musicians, you have to have a bit of ego because you're getting up to perform in front of people. And to do that, it is fucking hard to do. So you got to get up there, have that little bit of ego without being a dick and just get up and perform. That's right. You've got to give people your all. You've got to get up there and look them in the sure. eye and give them a show. I mean, you know, that's what they for. Even if you're the support, you got to get up there and, you know, do your little dance and scream your little screams and, and play your guitar and, and really give them what their money's worth. That's that, right. That's the job of the support, I guess, the warm-up. That's right. Mm. So what's next for you, my friend? Like, are you going to – you got other projects on the go? Are you going to chill out for a while? Uh, look, uh, what's next is I'm moving to your neck of the woods. I'm uh, moving down. My, uh, we're going to be in Kira for a little while. We're, we're finding a place to live and, you know, surfing's on the agenda. I'm getting married at the end of the year. You know, I've got a couple of kids, so a lot of time with them. I'm going to do a bit of overseas, overseas stuff. But if I do anything, it'll only ever be with Minus Life. And we've all agreed that that's sort of as a metal project. Like um, on the live front, we're not playing, you know, for the foreseeable future for who knows long, but we're still going to be together and do some writing and stuff like that. And we might release a track or two, but you know, with me, I got my work, my, my work, my life, my kids, uh, my future wife and all that. Yeah. Ryan's got his things. Trav's talking about going to the mines. So, you know, it's a thing where you never know it, it could, you know, and it's never stay never. We're not breaking up because there's bad blood in the band or anything. We're just sort of, you know, calling it quits as a live band because we just don't have the time to do it. So, you know, we might get together and, 
you know, we've we've got a couple of things that we had that we'd had written and we still sort of tinker with because that's the advantage of the internet now. You can send something to somebody and they can send it. And so who knows, man? And, you know, in a year's time, we might release a track again. Who knows? And, you know, even in the, ooh, you never know kind of basket. But this is our farewell. Um, like I said, in the, there's nothing planned in the future at all. Um, but, yeah, as we're all good mates and we'll all still get together every now and then and, you know, and have a jam and who knows, it, something might come of it, something might not. But either way, we're, we're doing our own thing because we're getting older and, and we'll just we'll just take it as it comes. You know, like if I might do some stuff with some bands like as a guest vocalist or I might jump on something. But, yeah, I, I sort of, at the moment, I'll probably just come to some gigs every now and then. But predominantly, mate, I just want to wake up on the beach and get in the water and go for a surf and just, I don't know, man, I, I guess I've become a bit of a nature boy. I'm sort of been getting in tune a bit more with um, going, you know, to waterfalls and hiking and stuff with my partner and, and um, getting out in the water together and spending quality time with the kids and, and just sort of living life a bit more. But the metal will always be in the heart. And you're, 100%. You're always one of the best vocalists in the country, mate. And I've always respected oh, you as a musician and oh, as a vocalist. Oh, I have, mate. There's a lot of, there's a lot, uh, you know, there's a lot of love for you and and the and the boys and 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 what you've done for the scene, what you've done for other bands, and I I can't wait to celebrate with you on Saturday night on what. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, well. Going by event pages, which you never do on Facebook, you never know, like, the people just say yes, they're coming or not. But the traction in the last few days, like, you know, started seeing the numbers jump up on attendance, which is more indicative of maybe who's coming because about a week out, that's when you go. Because, you know, when you add people early on, you know, they forget. But when people start clicking on about a week out, you're like, okay, they've probably bought tickets or, bang, it's in the back of their mind, yep, I'm going to that. So hopefully going by that, I mean, ticket sales have been pretty strong already. So, we're hoping for a crowd of, you know, 300 plus people, fingers crossed, that are going to come. It's going to be epic, dude. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. All the beers. What's that? Yeah, our beers. Always got beers. So, All the beers. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we've got doors open at 4.30 and then Ancient Remains hits the stage at 5. So, you know, it's going to be, you know, what is it? We're on at 10, so it's going to be over six hours of metal. It's going to be huge. Oh, and man. And so Six quality bands too, so it's going to be a huge night. What about m- merchandise? What about Moich? You, have, have you got merch that you're still going to be selling there for the show? Yep, we got. Yeah, we got our leftovers. So if you want to get some leftovers, come get some leftovers. I'll be there. But on the night, um, get a bit of announcement probably tomorrow or the next day. Uh, we're going to do a hundred CDs and we're going to all sign them. And the first hundred people that walk through the door get a free signed copy of Contorted Reality yeah. on us. That's amazing, and that's just that's just once again minus life saying thank you to everybody that turns up. You know, if you get in there early, you get yourself a little gift, even if it's used as a boot, beer cooler, whatever, man. Hey, man, the yours. The early bird gets the earworm. That's right, hundred percent. I don't think that made any sense. What I just said, did it? We'll just agree. Yeah, we'll just go. Yeah, Nev, you did the thing. But I think that's an awesome idea, and I think everyone should get there early anyway. Because uh, right. it's a great venue, it's going to be a great night. All the bands are really great, and uh, minus life. What do you want? Yeah, I think we're playing for just over an hour too, so we've got a big set plan, and we've got a few 
few little things were thrown in there. Oh, not a few, but you know, you never know with me these days. We've gone a little bit crazy on the last few shows, so who knows? Everyone keeps asking for the nun. Wonder if the nun will make a return. Uh, what do you call this one? Wonder if people... This one, this one's the one. The one is that the get up? Is that what you call it? Got, I don't know. I'm just going. We got the nun. Now we got the one being the, the one. Oh, that's... but hey, wouldn't it be cool if people came dressed up as nuns? That'd be cool. So if you want, come dressed up as a nun. I, 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 I don't look good in the, in that. Yet. <laughs> I've got the legs for it, mate. Yeah, no, that's why I wear leggings when I have my nun outfit on. <laughs> Well, man, it's been uh, an absolute pleasure hanging out with you as always, and I can't wait to have beers with you when you move on down to the coast. But in the meantime, Saturday night, let's go. Tickets are on sale right now. Get them while they're still around. We'll have the links down here. Scott, my man, thanks for hanging out in your onesie. And um, Cheers. We will see you soon. See you soon, mate.